Hi, Deja. Hello. What did we watch? We watched Ruby, season one, episode one, the very beginning. Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry for getting loud. It's okay. I'm just very excited. Don't scream into the microphone. <laughs> uh, the thinking of. Um, but yeah, I mean, I said this before, but technically, technically, the, uh, um, the trailers are canon. So if we wanted to start at the very beginning, we'd watch the trailers, but we're not doing that because, I mean, they're fine. They're freaking, you can watch the trailers, they're three minutes. We, we've watched all of Ruby so far, so like, we know, we know the gist. We know the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But for those who haven't watched Ruby, maybe we should give them a little lesson. That should be lit though. Yeah, it does. Am I allowed to curse on here? Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't care. <laughs> Well, fun our podcast if you don't get the explicit tag on iTunes. Like, fuck that shit. Uh, but, yeah. So, what was I thinking of? Okay, so, Ruby has a lot of world building. And before we summarize the episode, which we will do in every podcast, we're going to talk, we're going to summarize the concepts, which we'll do in the first podcast. Ooh, we uh, concepts. Uh, harmonize. What was it? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, I, I gave Deja a little list and we're going to start off one. Deja, what are the monsters of Grimm? <coughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> well, all right, I'm going to try my best with this. Okay. But like the monsters of Grimm, you know, they came from God of Darkness because he was like. Okay, well those are, those are spoilers. We don't know that yet, Deja. But then in the beginning of the episode and they were like, came from the. From the dark? Yes, came from the dark. Yeah. The little visual, the little... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Okay, but continue. All monsters. Should I say they don't have souls? Or is that like... Yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. Anything... (laughs) Like, they introduced Grimm in Volume 1, so we can cover all the Volume 1 stuff that you talk about them. Yeah. I mean, they're basically titans. Like, think about anything you can do with a titan. That's... Except the spoiler stuff like in it. Yeah, they basically are. I see the similarities. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Because they attack people, they only want to kill people. Yeah. They disappear when you kill them, so you can't study their biology. Yep. The difference is kind of that they. I like the ones with the armor. Oh yeah, because they got like <laughs> bony armor. Yes. But yeah, um, they are all inspired by like fictional monsters, though. So that's the difference. And then I'm going to talk about the kingdoms. Because while the Grimm cover most of the earth and nature and blah, 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 um, there are four major kingdoms of a man that were established early on so that people wouldn't fucking die. There's Vale, which is where seasons one through three takes place. And that's like, it's a seaport, big old city. It's where Beacon Academy is. Oh my goodness. So Babe, sorry. please. I am so sorry. Babe, please. I was trying to pull something out. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> There's um, Mistral, where Haven Academy is. And that's kind of like inspired by like East Asian culture. It's in the mountains. It's in like the largest continent on on the map. There's uh, fucking, what is it? There's Atlas, where Atlas Academy is. <laughs> You know, Atlas stuff. Atlas, <laughs> that's in that's where all the snow is. It's in the it's in the northern hemisphere. I would never be there. Nah, mood. 
And then there's Vacuo, which is in a vast desert to the, what is it? To the, I'm trying to think of directions, to the west of Vale. It, it's where Shade Academy is. Which kingdom would you like to be in? I'd probably just, uh, it's vanilla, but I'd, I'd like to be in Vale for a while. Because like Mistral is covered in, I mean, Vale or Mistral, because I don't really want to live in a desert. And I guess both Atlas and Vacuo are in different kinds of desert. One being in, you know, a snow desert and the other one being <laughs> in a desert desert. So yeah. Which, which one would you like to be in? It'll probably be Vale, too. Okay, yeah. Vale's fun. It's just, it's the vanilla kingdom. It's fine. Um, what's the next one? I, I guess next would be Dust. Yeah. Daisy, what's Dust? That was you. That was me? Yeah. Okay, then you do Semblances, because yeah. that's the other thing. <laughs> what's a Semblance, Deja? Oh. So, let me pull my notes. Oh, my goodness. I had notes. Guys, oh. I'm prepared. I had notes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Semblances are basically, like, additional powers that like i well, i don't i don't feel like additional is the right word but i'm gonna say it like, personal yeah personal powers that like um some of the kid is it some or all no it's some because yeah. then they um you gotta like you gotta train for it yeah you gotta like invoke it yeah you gotta it's not like the x-men or fucking yeah. uh my hero academia where it's like up oh, i discovered it one day you gotta work out for that shit yeah yeah also, um yeah, and it's, like, uh, developed from... A, should we discuss auras? We should. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I was just going to say it's developed from a person's aura, and then I was like, they're going to have no idea what an aura is. We'll do auras together because we didn't list that. <laughs> but um, aura is basically just, like, your soul. Ruby has scientific proof that souls exist, and those are auras, which is, like, basically your soul coming out and protecting you. So, it, it's... They, you get your aura before a semblance. You, it, it acts basically as like a minor force field that yeah. helps you out. So like by using your aura, you can help unlock your semblance. Yes. Well, this is covered in the next episode or episode three. The episodes are real short. In the first <laughs> I couple know. Um, and like... then we got, uh, what was the thing? Dust. Dust are magical minerals. Dust boy. Oh my goodness. Dust is magical minerals. They're very, they're very volatile. Even like everyone's like, yeah, fire explodes, but they all kind of just explode if you throw them. Um, if you throw them hard enough. Yeah. The first episode introduces it like it's going to be really important and like it's kind of important, but basically just think of it as like magic ammunition. There's, there's the four elements, earth, wind, earth, wind, water, fire. Um, and then when you combine different ones, you get different stuff. So you have, like, gravity dust. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, an elemental, right? Yeah. So you can combine them and get different ones. And they and they, and basically, you load those into weapons to get an extra boost to get something special. And then... Little something special. Yes. Ooh. And then we should do... And then the last concept we should introduce, which isn't really... It's, like, kind of important, but it becomes more important, are the faunus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Faunus are people, which is important. <laughs> Bottom line, they're people. Yeah, Faunus, Faunus is a thick racial metaphor, <laughs> which is very obvious the moment it's introduced. But, I mean, hey, sometimes you like thick metaphors. Um, but they are people with single singular animal trait. Each Faunus has one animal trait apiece. Diz, we're not going to spoil the one big thing about Faunus. Not the person. Think of the person, Faunus. 
who's mm-hmm. the main person on this. Mm-hmm. We're not going to spoil that till it happens, okay? Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, they each have one animal trait a piece. So like a major one is like they have antlers, they have claws. Some of them just have traits. Like one is a chameleon so they can blend in. One just has gills so they can swim well. I'd want an antler. You know, like Max from The Grinch. I'd want one. Of my oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's an animal that. W- not only would you be like, not only would like racial people in Ruby be well remnant because the world is called remnant. But only not only would racial people in remnant be like, yeah, you're weird. You're a faunus. Faunus would be like, yeah, you're weird because no animal looks like that. <laughs> like, because what kind of animal yeah, are you? Because <laughs> there are deer, but because there are deer, deers with single horns, but though that's a genetic defect. So they'd be like, how the fuck did that happen? I don't. <laughs> it said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. But yeah. Um. So yeah, th- I mean, those are all the major concepts. We'll cover more. Everything is a gun. That's introduced, but I mean, that's kind of like you know. That's more of a mechanical thing than a lore thing. People choose to make their weapon all weapons guns. Um, But yeah. I mean, like, I feel like it comes in handy. Yeah. So let's start summarizing Volume 1, Chapter 1, Ruby Rose. Uh, So we start off, and there's a nice paper texture. Um, (laughs) It's true. Um, And there's someone narrating. We don't know who that is, and we won't for a while. And she's telling us kind of about the very bit. This is like if you were trying to summarize all human history and you started with just like they were born and then you discovered fire and then the rest happened. Like that's basically what she says because it's like man came up in the world. The creatures of Grimm wanted to kill him, but then they discovered dust so they could make weapons and shit. Mm. And, um, and then, you know, they started fighting back and then they established the four kingdoms. And then we fade into one of the four kingdoms, which is Vale. Ooh, fade in. Fade in. Yeah, it changes. Screenplay. Yes. (laughs) And uh, somewhat, this happens like a minute later, but someone like rebuttals against her, a guy who we'll find out much sooner. But Deja, what happens when we fade in? Who do we see? Torchwick. Torchwick. Torchwick and a... It took me a minute. A bunch of hoodlums. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hoodlums. hoodlums! You know you always gotta have a hoodlum. They're walking through. Torchwick is cool. He's got cool fashion. Yeah. Yeah. For But all we know for now is that Torchwick is a high-ranking criminal in Vale. Um, and he's he, got a hat. He's got a hat. His hat's important. And a cane. Very important. Should we talk... I'll talk about the trivia afterwards. That was my plan. Um, the what? The who? What? Trivia. Oh. Yeah. Um, but... Big butt. Yeah. But Tortric walk and his hoodlums walk into a dust shop and an old man who runs every business in Vale because they couldn't make more character. Yeah, they got shadow characters. They Starting the, from the very beginning with y- the shadow characters. Yeah, the, <laughs> in the first volume, they had a budget of fucking $5. So they have <laughs> very limited character animation. So there's very few models. The hoodlums are all reused models, maybe a little tweaked. And then the background characters are all black silhouettes um but there's a shopkeeper who's not a black silhouette and he runs every business in veil um but tortric walks into this dust shop and the guy's like you can take my money and tortric's like we don't fucking want your money when he says it sassily too could you imagine that they come in your shop and don't want your money yeah but they want the fucking explosive ammunition you have literally hanging from the walls and they start taking it and one of the hoodlums sees someone 
What Deja? What do they? What what's what's a noticeable feature about this person they see? Red. Red. Very red. That's my favorite color. Gang, gang. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a, you could almost say it's a ruby red. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, but someone's wearing a red cape in the back, reading a magazine and listening to bopping tunes. Um, Just street jamming. Yeah. And he pokes her on the back and is like, yo, who the fuck are you? We're robbing the place. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, are you trying to rob me? And he's like, yes, very indignantly. Can you imagine... Could you imagine if someone just came up to you and said, I'm robbing you? What do you do in that situation? Well, we'll cover what she's about to do. <laughs> and she's like, oh. For me? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I can't really use that argument. Because Ruby's small, too. Yeah. <laughs> Ruby's, I mean, Ruby, part of the plot right, is that Ruby's small. Ruby's got training. Yeah. I've got. <laughs> yeah. But no, yes, it's Ruby Rose, our main character. Um, and she throws him out a window. As she should. Following him. Uh, and Tortric and all the other guys look out, and they see Ruby, who has a giant mechanical sniper sniper scythe, which That's is a mouthful. Crescent Rose. Ruby's choice of weapon is a scythe about twice the size of her, and it is con- and it is canonically called a high power sniper scythe. Uh, yeah. So then Tortric is like, "Get her," and then you know all the hoodlums chase after Ruby. And then the show you kind know, of what hoodlums do. Yeah, and then the show shines why it was able to be produced because a dope fight sequence happens, and then she beats all the hoodlums, and Tortric walks out and he's all like, "Well, fuck." I'm a shoot you now. Yeah, he has a cane <laughs> which pops open because it is also a gun, and shoots a giant explosive shot at Ruby, which she deflects. Well, no, she jumps over it. I want her to just spin the scythe and deflect it, but she jumps over it. And when she looks back, Tortuga is climbing up a fire escape, trying to get away. And she's like, well, no, no, we're going to chase after him. And she <laughs> not does, on my watch. Not on this, not on this hose watch. Uh, but Ruby chases after Tortrick onto a roof when a fucking airship, because that's the main mode of transportation in this world, Final Fantasy style airships, um, pops up and Tortrick hops on. Um... And he fires a shot at her, only for one of Deja's favorite characters to drop him. A motherfucking wife, bitch! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Massive lesbian. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, Huge. Oh my god, I love her so much. Yes, it's Glinda Goodwitch, who is... The baddest bitch on the block. Yeah, she's, she's, a, <laughs> she's an official huntress. Ruby's, an, Ruby's a hobbyist. Glinda does this for a profession. She drops in, um, and her re- weapon is just a riding crop, which she uses to control, like, gravity and stuff, which I believe is her semblance, but honestly, we don't even really know. Yes. When I was looking at semblances, they were, like, it's kind of like telekinesis, too. Okay. So. I have a theory about that, but that has to wait for way later. Her semblance? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway. And Roman is like, well, I can't handle this, and I'll get to trivia about that later. Um. And he walks up to the pilot, we won't say the name of quite yet, the pilot of the airship, who is another lady. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she, and in glass slippers, she walks out to the door and manages to fire fucking firebolts at Glinda and Ruby. 
I just made that connection now. What? The glass slippers. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually, that is her semblance, but it doesn't really matter later in the story. What? She can make like her semblance oh, of yeah, like yeah, making yeah. like glass I stuff. Making glass. I do remember that. Um, I believe so. Anyway, um, but she fire firebolts and like more fight happens, but the airship gets away. And yeah. Ruby is really excited to see Glinda. She's like, can I have your autograph? Yeah, because Glinda's like the best. And she's hot as fuck. But then Ruby is arrested. And I'd let her... Never mind. Let anyway. me not say this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want it to be that explicit, Deja. Um, <laughs> the first episode. Let me chill. <laughs> yeah. But then... Uh, but also know that I would die for Glinda. Yeah. Under any circumstances. Oh my goodness. Whatever she needs, I'm there for her. Like, no questions asked. Like... Oh my goodness. <laughs> and that's on period. <laughs> But Glinda fully arrests Ruby because she's a child who is fighting a bunch of gangsters. A child! Yes. And she's like, I mean, if it were me, you'd be in trouble. But I don't run this fucking town. Let me introduce the MC. I'm not running these parts. No. And then a man walks in. With cookies. Yes. A man and coffee. The cookies are important. It is. Yes. He is of indeterminable age. He could be twenty or fifty. I don't fuck it now. He, does he? Does he have white hair, or is did his hair turn white? It is on. It is canon. Yeah, it is canon. He is the youngest. He is the youngest person to become a headmaster, but I don't know if that means he is still young. Regardless, uh, it's Professor Ozpin, and he's like, "How the fuck did you do all this?" Well, actually. <laughs> The first thing he, he says, says the, the first thing he says is Ruby Rose, you have silver eyes. Silver eyes. They set that up. Anyway. You always gotta set it up. Uh but then he is interrogating her. So can spike. As Ruby is eating <laughs> cookies. And she reveals that she's going to Signal Academy. Which is basically just cut kind of, I mean, and you're gonna kind of cringe at this, but it's basically just kinda of like the high school we went to. Where you major, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's but like you major in stuff, and Ruby is majoring in being a hunts huntress huntsman, who are the people who defend the kingdoms from the Grimm, and she's learning under her uncle who teaches a class there. So she's she gets special treatment and is really good at what she does. And Ozpin decides she's so good. What does he do? Oh, he takes her. Into his school, yeah. Beacon Academy. Two years early, which is basically fucking college for specifically huntsmen, and they're—I mean, if it, they they both act as academies for the huntsmen and basically the capital of any one kingdom. If you run, if you run the schools, you run the whole kingdom as the headmaster do. Um, what was I thinking of though? But yeah, then we meet my favorite character. It's my turn now. It's Ruby's all right, all right, all right. It's Ruby's half sister, Yang Xiaolong, um, and she's very excited for Ruby to come to school with her. Ruby is less excited because fucking. I mean, she skipped two years of school. That's not normal. <laughs> That's not normal knees. Uh, and then someone vomits in the background. And then vomit boy. Yeah, because he because they're on an airship, and a lady gives us exposition on the news, and then the episode's over. So yeah. Are you gonna say what the exposition is? I mean, it's just that Roman is a criminal. 
and some faunus are upset. You know, fauna civil war. Yeah. Well, not civil war, not yet, but there's faunus the arguing. Yes. <laughs> there, there's the white fang, which is an activist group, and then the episodes end with them arriving at Beacon, and yeah. That's the first episode. Deja, what did you think of the first episode? I mean, watching it back now, it's very nostalgic. Very, yeah. like, warming to the heart. Nice intro. Yes. I miss Glenda so much. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Slight <See>? spoilers. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I just miss Glenda She's not all the dead. Time. That is important. <laughs> I just miss Glenda all the time. Cause, yeah, that's true. You know. But, um. I, she, look, that's an angel right there. No, I mean, she's specifically a witch. So yeah, I mean I like it. It's it's very basic, but it got the show running. Got off to it. Uh, you uh, gotta start from somewhere. Yeah, the show is called Ruby though, but the first episode is just re, because it's just R and Y. The other the other two aren't in the show. They don't even make an appearance. They're just there. But you want to get to some trivia? Sure, you're the one with the trivia. Okay. <laughs> So I had no idea we were doing this. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good. It's good for the podcast. I mean, yeah, but still, you sprung this on me. Oh my goodness! Okay, I'm I'll start. With, I'll start with the very basic, and we'll go through the characters that were introduced and what they're based off of. Because if you couldn't tell by the name of our podcast, all the characters are based off fairy tales. So the first character introduced, Roman, he's based off Lampwick. Do you even know who the fuck that is, Deja? I do not at all. Lampwick is the guy from Pinocchio who takes Pinocchio, who is like, hey, do you want to come with me to a place for cool kids? All right, I'm going to be really honest right now. I've never seen Pinocchio a day Oof. in my life. Well, he's a character from Pinocchio who brings Pinocchio to Pleasure Island, which is a bad place. He's a criminal. And he wears a hat. They called it Pleasure Island? Yeah. Anyway. Got it. <laughs> the next is Ruby. Who the fuck could Ruby be based off Deja? I don't know. She's got a red hood. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Ruby is based off Red Riding Hood. It's the, fucking the most prevalent theme in the entire show is that she's Red Riding Hood. Um, and then Glinda is next. She is my ba- wife. She's based off the G- Good Witch of the North from The Wizard of Oz. Then Ozpin. He's just the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> It becomes more apparent the more you learn about him. And then Yang, who is based off Goldilocks, which is clear because... I mean, if you watch the trailer, she cares about her hair. She's got a lot of it. Super Saiyan. Uh, (laughs) And then there's Vomit Boy, who's Joan of Arc. Which is fun. And we won't get to the characters in the title sequence. Because then that's just every character in the show. Uh... And then let me do some trivia about this in particular. The narrator for the first segment also voices Katana. I mean, Cortana from Halo. Interesting. interesting. Yes, very much. And apparently there's also like references to Full Metal Alchemist in the shop and Doctor Who. There's a couple background items. I was reading that manga and I never finished. I need to go back. What, Full Metal Alchemist? Yeah. I never finished the show. We should just watch the show together. Uh, and that's on period. No, my goodness. That's not <laughs> going to be the podcast, though. <laughs> but yeah, that's trivia and such for the first episode. Pre- pretty easy. 
It is shorter than I thought it would be. But again, they are 10 minute episodes. It was, it was 12, but it was credits, so yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no. No, credits don't count. Um, what was I thinking of? Wait, shorter recording? How long are we at? We're like at about half an hour. We should stretch it to be a little longer than that. That's not too bad, though. No, it's fine. I was going to say, because I think it's important. Deja, what do you like about Ruby? The show, not the person. <laughs> we all know your favorite character is Glinda. I'd ask you that, but it's become obvious. Right, I don't know about favorite character. Both I... of our favorite characters have been introduced. I don't know about favorite per se. I don't know who's my favorite out of the whole show, to uh, be honest. Because I got a lot. You got a lot. I got a lot. Got we'll a lot. get through it because every time they come up, I'm going to lose my shit. Well, <laughs> one of them's next episode because. Stop. <laughs> we get the. Well, no, not her. Not her. But yeah. Uh, what do you like about the show, Deja? Just like as a whole, really? Yeah, as a whole. Okay. Well, I just feel like, I don't know, it's just like a really great show. And it's really well written. And I especially feel like, because now, in like the later seasons, in like the current season, it's just like there's so many like important messages and like conversations happening. And I think it's like, Great representation, and I really enjoy it, and I like it, and, you know, it's awesome. Hmm. That's interesting. I'd almost say my thing is the opposite. What? <laughs> <laughs> because I, I do think Ruby is great for representation, and it shows a lot of different kinds of people. Maybe that's a good reason for the faunus metaphor being so thick as it is. I'm also a lesbian. Yeah, and, and it's all... Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> Ruby is great. Like, there's never a fucking time... Where a man comes in and is like, allow me to help you. It's always just like girls running the show, which is great. How many, I could, I, I'd be hard pressed to find a lot of stories like that. Um, I'm not sure I could find 10 that I've watched. Uh, but I don't know. I like, I, it's simple. Like. a Simple but effective. Yes. I'll get this out of the way at the top. Fucking! If you Google Ruby, this is in, on YouTube. The I guess that would be YouTubing Ruby, but <laughs> the first fucking the first ten videos or video essays about like why you shouldn't like Ruby, and they're all just like criticizing the show. And like it, it's not an anime, but it is an anime. It's like a medium anime. Like you don't have medium. Yeah, anime. <laughs> well you know what I'm talking about. There's like I a mil- do, yeah. But still. It's still. But, like, if you did that for every anime like that, then you'd fucking, you'd never be done. Because, like, it's not, I wouldn't say it's the most important show in the world. It's also not the worst. It is. It. I'd say it's good. Above average. It's a fun show. It brings me to my happy place. I enjoy it. So, yeah. If you enjoy Ruby, then go watch it. If you don't enjoy Ruby, maybe watch the podcast. You can experience all the good parts. Did you just say watch the podcast? Listen to the podcast. There we go. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to put this up on YouTube first because Spotify has a whole process and everything. Make a SoundCloud account. But regardless. What are we? A middle school? Right? What, are, what are we? Some kind of suicide, suicide squad. squad. <laughs> That'll be a... What that are our ending? <laughs> <laughs> no. What are we? Some kind of team Ruby? Uh... <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. We should sign off. <laughs>
But no, I'm saying if you if you en- if you enjoyed this, but maybe if you've given this a chance, but maybe don't even like Ruby or haven't watched it, maybe listen to our podcast and, and enjoy the enjoy the fun parts of Ruby without having to worry about watching the whole show. Because I mean, at this point, it's gone for eight years and it's still going. So you know, it'd be like that. But yeah, losing feeling in my leg. Oh my goodness. Well, we'll wrap <laughs> we'll wrap up the podcast. This was short. I don't know. Short episodes. We don't need to fucking make these an hour long. Uh, we don't need to do what Drag Race does and, you know, stretch out an hour and 30 minutes for like a 30 minute episode. Damn. I'm just a little salty Damn. about Drag Race. Salty, I but love be... drag with my whole entire heart, but still, those yeah. episodes are way too fucking long. Oh my goodness. But so, anyway, after my tangent. Yes. It was great talking with you. Yes, yeah, same. I mean, we're going to hang out after this, but... They don't know that. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it is still great doing a thing with you. Yeah. I'll post this later when I make a thumbnail for it and then post it on YouTube. So, but yeah. Thank you all for listening. We got we to gotta have something neato to end out the podcast with. Like what? I don't know. Everything is a gun. Everything's a gun? Everything's a gun. Everything's a gun. Everything is a gun if you're brave enough. Yes. See you later. <laughs>